0: What is up everyone and welcome back to another episode of a time such as this i'm super excited that you're here definitely excited to get started on this series the mental health series so there's a lot of things i want to cover in this series but one thing that i really want um, you to understand is that i'm not going to be doing like therapy sessions essentially this is literally going to be a series just talking about what it looks like to be a christian and struggle with mental health and the difference between like sinful tendencies and clinical tendencies and um i'm not a professional i'm not a uh trained psychologist but i am a girl who has struggled with anxiety who loves Jesus and who has learned a lot from the scriptures and from therapy and from really raw conversations with people. Um, and so, this is kind of my heart behind this series. So, today is just going to be a little intro to the series, a little intro to my heart behind why I wanted to do this, and um, just kind of give you a guide for what this is going to look like moving forward. So, as always, I just want to invite the Lord to be with us as we speak together. Um, So I'm going to pray, and then we'll just kind of jump into the plan. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this day. God, I thank you for who you are and for what you've done in our lives, God. Um, I just confess, Lord, that there have been times where it's been hard to trust you, where I have put my faith in things um, other than you, like my own abilities or Um, like putting my trust into someone else to fix problems that I know only you can solve. And so, God, I pray that you just help me to move forward, that you'd help me to trust you more, that you'd help me to go to you first and remember that you are God, that I am not, um, and that you know me better than I know myself. You know what's best for me, God, so help me to trust you as I walk in faith uh, through this life. I just pray, God, that you would be with us now, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would just fill us um, and that we would be able to learn and grow um, in our knowledge of who you are and our knowledge of who we are in you. Um, God, I just pray you touch our hearts, Lord, that you'd speak to us. You would give us eyes to see the things you're doing in our lives and ears to hear your voice. And I pray all these things in Jesus name. Amen. All right. So um, this is series has been a long, long time coming. I have done episodes on anxiety before, small mental health uh, episodes, but nothing dedicated to talking about some of these real, real, real issues. Um, I think that there's like a common misconception in Christianity. Um, There's like pockets of people who believe certain things about Mental health and being a Christian. There are some people who believe that it's sinful, like mental health isn't real, that like anxiety is a sin, depression is a sin, like there's something that you did that is causing this. Then there are some people who think, well, God can just heal that and take that away, and He will. Like that's part of His plan for you. You just need to pray more, or read scripture more, or have some more prayer over you, etc. Then there are the people who just don't talk about it. They don't know. They haven't really done research. They just don't talk about it, which is most churches, most people. And then you have the people, a very small group of people, that talk about it in a healthy way and that um, give that balance between sin and clinical issues and what's going on in the world and all that good stuff and that is the group that I want to fall in. I want to fall in that group that talks about it in a productive and healthy way, not a way that is all just, oh look at us, we have issues, but ways of saying, hey like let's use this to our advantage and say how can I grow closer to the Lord through this um, what does the Bible say about this? How can I healthily move forward? What resources is he putting in front of me? Et cetera, et cetera. So that is really truly my heart in this series is I want to kind of lay a foundation of, hey, this is what it looks like. like you're not crazy. Um, you're not sinful. you are not um, <sighs> what else you're not broken. Like there's not something inherently wrong with you is my point in saying all of that. Yes, we are broken human beings. Yes, we are sinful. Yes, we make mistakes. But I want you to know that your mental health and your identity are not tied to each other. Your identity is rooted in who God says that you are, not in the struggles that you have inside your brain. Um, Whether that's just like negative thought patterns and habits that you've developed over time as coping mechanisms or um, subconscious ways of thinking that you have inherited or um, picked up from people around you without realizing it, or an actual brain chemistry, um, clinically diagnosed issue, all of those things combined. Um, I want you to know that that is not your identity, that is not who you are. Um, and that is one thing that I really, really, really want this series to kind of bring out and to teach you is to find your identity in something else, find your identity in the Lord. Um, I, I did di- make this little disclaimer at the very beginning that I am not a mental health professional. I'm not a licensed therapist. I'm not a psychologist, um, but I have been to therapy. I have grown a lot. I've just scoured the scriptures um, when it comes to this issue because it was such a prominent issue in my life thankfully by god's grace by work put in um my anxiety isn't as big of an issue yes i still struggle yes i still have my moments but it's not as prevalent an issue and um what i want to do in this series is kind of walk people through walk you guys through how to get there how to get to the point where um you have an edge over your mental health. You have an edge over your thought life. You have an edge over your thinking patterns and you're able to retrain your brain. Romans 12, 2 is actually a huge, huge scripture that um, I've really had to lean into and believe truly, um, which just says, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That way you may be able to test and approve what god's perfect pleasing will is and that beginning part is super 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 important because the world wants you to be anxious the world wants you to be depressed the world wants you to find your identity in your accomplishments what you look like what other people say about you your significant other all these different things um but the bible is calling us to be renewed and to be transformed in our minds and the way that we do that is through Scripture. Is potentially by going to a therapist, which I highly recommend, and maybe even using some medicine to give you some clarity of mind um, so that you can start to retrain your brain on how you think. And uh, I have known for myself for this to be something that has been so invaluable, um, to retrain my brain according to what scripture says. Um, There are kind of what I've come to understand a very like step-by-step foundational process that is key in just living life in general but especially for people like us like me who struggle with mental health issues so you have to first um, really dive deep into who God is and ask yourself if you truly believe this um, or if you're willing to allow the Lord to help you believe it because he will it's like the story in the bible where this dude was asking jesus to heal someone and he goes if you can heal this person and jesus says if you can anything is possible for those who believe and this guy goes i do believe but help me with my unbelief it's a real raw and vulnerable moment for this man and jesus helps us in our unbelief um after Jesus ascended, he left us the Holy Spirit who he promised would lead us into all truth and remind us of the things that Jesus taught us. And so we have the Holy Spirit as Christians. We ask the Holy Spirit to fill us up and we have this um, teacher right inside of us waiting to reveal the truth of scripture to our hearts, to allow it to sink in, to transform the way that we think. But before you can even do that, you have to ask yourself what you believe about God. And you have to readjust, realign what you believe about him according to what he says about himself in his word. Because if you don't believe the truth about God, then when you go to read his scriptures to renew and transform your mind, you're going to be reading through a biased lens of a characteristic about, a characteristic about God that may not even be accurate. If you don't believe God is good, why are you going to believe Jeremiah 29 11 or Romans eight twenty eight that says for God works all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose? Well, it's going to be a really hard verse to truly reconcile and let sink into your brain if you don't even believe that God is good. And that's just a very simple example, but there's a lot of things in there and you have to go back to scripture and compare what you think with scripture. Um, Because if we don't align ourselves with God's word, then we're going to be misinterpreting our identities. We're going to be misinterpreting what we go through. We're going to be misinterpreting um, even God's intentions behind the things that we do go through, which we won't always know why we're going through them. But if we know that God's good, he's loving, he's faithful, he's just, he's merciful, and we are seeing it through that lens, it's easier to walk through life full of joy, full of peace, because we are believing what God has said. We're believing truth and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free and it will set you free from a lot. And so that is kind of the first thing that I really want to go over in this series is who God is and try to break down some of those things that we falsely believe about God. Um, and, Again, going back to scripture. It's not one of these deconstruction things that's going around right now where it's like, "Well, why do you believe what you believe? Is this really true?" Yes, Christianity is true. Yes, everything written in the Bible is true. What I'm trying to tell you is are you believing something that isn't accurate to scripture and to what God says about himself in his word? Um when Paul came to this group called the Bereans, um they basically said, "Hold that thought. Let me go check to see if what you has to say, if what you have to say is true, and they took what Paul was saying, took it back to the scriptures that they did have, which is essentially what the Old Testament, to see if what he was saying was true about Jesus, and about fulfilling the prophecies, and they checked everything that he said to scripture and found that they that he was speaking the truth, um, and we need to be the same way. We need to take every thought captive, make it obedient to Christ, and if John one one. Um, tells us that the Word was with God, the Word was God, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, a.k.a. Jesus, and we need to make take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. In essence, we need to take every thought captive and make it obedient to the Word of God, um, to what the Word says about God, and to what the Word says about Jesus and His life and what He's commanded um, us to do and what He's asked us to believe. And so when you have that foundation, you're able to move into your identity, which is the second kind of piece to this puzzle, um, to this um, wholeness that we're kind of trying to achieve. Obviously, we won't be fully whole until we get to heaven and we are with the Lord, Um, but the sanctification process is begun and it is working and the Lord is working on us and changing us. but we need to know who we are. A lot of us are like, Yeah, yeah, I know I know about God, okay. But do you know do you know who you are? Are you believing the lies of the enemy that um that you're messed up, that you are worth nothing, that you are uh you don't have a purpose, that God's not gonna come through for you, all these different things. What are you believing? Are you believing what the world says about you, that you need to look a certain way, act a certain way, achieve certain things, um, do certain things, be married by this? don't be married whatever the case may be are are you believing that are you believing what your parents say about you that you're not good enough that you don't measure up um are you believing what your brothers and sisters say about you or what you say about yourself what are you believing or are you believing what God's word says about you and again if you don't know who God is if you don't know that he's faithful if you don't know and believe that he's loving and all-knowing and all powerful then when you try to find out who you are Again, you're going to be looking through a broken lens, trying to fit what God says about you into your brain and into your heart. But if you don't believe the correct things about God, then you're not going to believe the correct things about yourself. It's going to be kind of like when Satan uh, came to Adam and Eve in the garden and said, hey, did God really say? And you'd be like, well, it says in his word, but no buts. It says it in his word, period. It's like when Jesus was uh, tempted in the desert by by Satan himself. And Satan was like, well, God's word says this. And Jesus said, well, it is also written, period. You need to know what God says about himself. You need to know what God's word says about you so that when those lies come from wherever they come from, you can say, no, 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 this is what God's word says, period. No ifs, ands, buts about it. That's it. And this is what God says about himself, period. So I know that what he's saying about me is true because he's trustworthy, because I can trust that what he says comes to pass, that he fulfills his promises, that he means what he says because he's God, he's creator, he's loving, he's just, he's kind and merciful. So that's kind of the second portion of where I want to go with this uh, mental health series because I think especially as we, you know, talk about struggling with anxiety and depression, identity it comes into question quite often. I know with me, with my anxiety, you know, it started out um, as as finding my identity in my accomplishments, in school, in sports, in what people thought about me. And so I remember going to my first therapist freshman year of college and just being like, you know, I don't know why, but every time I walk by a group of people and they're laughing, I feel like they're laughing at me. And I know logically that they're not. But that's how I feel. And it's like, okay, well, what do we do with that? That's an identity crisis. I'm putting my identity in what those around me think or may not even be thinking about me, but my brain went there. And so I had to untrain my brain to do that and reinforce my way of thinking with the truth. Because again, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free, as Jesus said. And so I then had to do some work. I had to ask myself who am I? And what does that look like? Am I okay with who I am? Um, What about myself am I not okay with? And relinquish those and set those at the feet of the, at the feet of Jesus, at the foot of the cross, really. See, Lord, I give those to you. You tell me who who I am. And this is not an overnight process. This is not a month-long process. This is a continual process. But I can just tell you that as I've grown in this process, as I've, you know, really just dive, like really took a dive into scripture and have continuously reinforced my beliefs about God via scripture and my beliefs about myself via scripture, lots, lots of things have changed. My self-confidence has gone up, the anxiety about accomplishing things and, um, achieving huge things and what people think about me and even how I look has gone down. I'm I'm not so worried about that anymore. And whenever things do come up where I'm like, oh man, I'm feeling X, Y, Z about myself. I feel like this today. I feel unattractive today or I feel whatever. I can go back to scripture and say, oh, whoa, whoa, that's not the truth. Your feeling is not the truth. Facts don't care about your feelings. And the fact is that the Lord says I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Um And it is very comforting to go and fall back on that when we're struggling with these different areas of our lives. And um even First Peter 5, 7 says to cast all of our anxieties on the Lord, for he cares for us. And that word cast isn't just give to or reluctantly open our hands to. It is literally to chuck that thing as far as you can towards the Lord, just as hard as you can get away from me throw all of our anxieties and cares to the Lord. And it's a continual process and continual um, learning movement of how to do that, what that looks like for you, whether it's journaling, whether it's writing it on a piece of paper every time you have that thought and putting it to a jar and after each month burning it as you're worshiping and praying and, and just trusting that, hey, Lord, this is a physical symbol of me giving this to you. I don't want it anymore. I'm not dealing with it anymore. Or even more simply, if you don't want to start a fire is to throw it away and just be like, Lord, this is me handing it to you. I don't want it anymore. It's not mine. It's yours. Please take it and relinquishing that and enforcing it with scripture. Um, So that's, that's where I want to go after we set the foundation of who God is. Then after that, Um, I want to talk about some practical things that I learned when I was going through therapy and some things that I try to do now um, to help with anxiety, to help with the days when, um, you know, I feel a little sadness or I feel like I'm really struggling. Um, And I know that anxiety isn't something that all of you who are listening to this deal with. I know that some of you are dealing with crippling depression or um, panic like just panic disorders or whatever, um, it may be, but I want you to know that a lot of these things I truly believe are from the Lord and can be very helpful. Um, and that's also where my next suggestion comes in is high. I highly consider you finding a Christian therapist, even if you don't really struggle with mental health. I have told everybody, go find a good therapist who loves the Lord, like really loves the Lord and sit with them. There's a lot of things that we don't realize we, um, soak up we are a product of our environment and um we soak things up that impact our way of thinking and so I just highly recommend that um and then prayerfully and in the midst of your community consider if medicine is something that would benefit you also with your doctor of course but I'm just saying a lot of doctors are going to try to push pills on you um a lot of people, there are people who benefit from it and there are people who don't. I've never been on medicine. I've had three doctors, I think now, try to give me anxiety medicine. Um, and I've just said, no, um, that's not because I think medicine is bad. I just didn't want that personally. Um, and I've kind of watched the Lord, um, use this area of my life to really shape me. And it's just, that was just a personal choice, but it's, there's no right or wrong here. It's you getting before the Lord and asking him what he would have you do and making an informed, wise decision um, with your community. So that is where we're going. Um, that is where I plan to take this uh, series. So I would love if you guys could even send me messages on Instagram or text messages um, or anything like that. If you have any suggestions, if you have topics that you specifically want to cover, if you have any ideas um, or even advice that you have that you want um, to be included here that you think could be helpful for somebody. Um, I'm not an expert. I'm only Taylor and I only have two eyes and one brain and um, I don't see or think of everything. So I would love to include you all in this process and in this series. So. That being said, um, that is the wrap up of the intro to the mental health series. I hope you're as excited about it as I am because I'm super ready to see what God does with it and um, see where he takes it. Uh, I know that this is something that was requested by pretty unanimously when I did the little survey on my Instagram page. So I'm super excited to to see what happens. So I love you all. I uh, pray for you. And let me know if you need anything. Bye.